So, hello, hello, we are uh, back again, still alive. No, you feel alive, Leona? Um, define alive. Well, I, I mean, I'm breathing, yes. Okay, this isn't live enough for me, that make means you can make noise, something that we need right now for our uh, new podcast it's bipolar circle that is sending the birthday show. And uh, this show was about confusion. And we had this show lying around, uh, waiting, because we did. Uh, we wanted uh, some special people. We, we actually thought about how to use magic in the right way to, to get the right person to come and have an intro for our show. So we did some demonic worshipping, uh, featuring some virgins, some candles and pretty romantic, no? Very romantic, if you find that romantic. Very romantic, and we we worshipped Satan. And uh, yes, what happened was that uh, in that moment, uh, Doug Stanhope made a, a Zoom roulette where you had to be the first one that sent him a Zoom link. In this uh, satanistic ritual we made, Leona uh, was able to push that uh, Zoom link and ping! Doug Stanhope became the intro of our show. So, happy birthday to Doug Stanhope. Happy birthday. He thinks that we are filming it with, uh, with uh, our face, but we have been doing pornography and seen our ugly face on the internet uh, pretty too many times by now. So we have decided to do at least the beginning now of our podcast without video. So he should not be afraid of uh, being exposed, masturbating as he did watching us and talking to us. Yeah, it was pretty hot, but we didn't record this. No. Yes, and uh, please remember to follow our show and uh, give a comment uh, so we are a little bit more focused and inspired to continue. And the yeah, for inspiration uh, can be manipulation or manipulation can be inspiration. Like, for example, now we're going to talk to Doug Standup have been a uh, great inspiration for my self-destructive uh, comedy side. Uh, something that can be positive or negative. Is he inspiring me or is he somehow doing his clever manipulation through comedy? We don't know. Anyway, I will uh, take a shot of mezcal, very strong Oaxaca medicine for uh, yeah sadness about life. And I will continue my destructive travel towards reincarnation and maybe a new birthday in a new form, who knows? Uh, maybe I'm luckier next, uh, next time. Um, so, do not uh, waste more time. Happy birthday, Doug Stanhope. Happy birthday and welcome to our show. Hello. Hello. Now, now I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Can, can you hear me? I can hear you. Very good. Oh, okay. Right, there you go. go. Happy, All right. So happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Uh, that was a while ago. That's a while ago for all of us. We haven't been born in years. No, really. No, because uh, we're having this existential crisis living here in Mexico trying to save the world. That is pretty stupid, you sound, actually. You sound Mexican. That's not Norway. Mm -hmm. Well, we are Scandinavians, so please have some yeah. mercy on us. Okay, I, I said Norway, and then I said, no, probably Sweden. Really? 
You're we're probably b- Rammstein fans. No, not really. I think they've kind of ripped off from more darker, earlier artists. I'm a little bit older than that. Leona, maybe is a Rammstein, Rammstein fan, but she's see, she's Sweden. She's from Sweden. I'm Norwegian. And where are you from? I'm Norwegian. I'm more like black metal and just suicide. Biggest suicide rate of the world, basically. No, Finland. Finland, number one. Finland, okay, Stop. fuck you, didn't beat us on that also, but okay, we have black metal of uh, Finland also. You don't even have black. Stop. <laughs> uh, where, where in Norway? Um, on the countryside. I'll, wait, I'll tell you my two favorites, uh, Trondheim and Stavanger. Really? Okay. Yeah. Norway is beautiful, but boring as hell. I was actually living oh, in, yes. Ber- we lived in Berlin with Fuck for Forest for 10 years doing like this erotic ecological project, fucking to save forest. Oh shit, hang on, fuck the forest. Didn't, did you ask me to do something by email recently? Yeah, really, it, uh, you actually read that mail. <laughs> yeah, but I read shit in the morning and then I go, I'll get back to it. And I never do. Okay, yeah, because we're starting this like podcast experiment and we are like... Well, yeah. I think we just started this podcast. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Great, <laughs> man. So, so uh, like, I'm sitting here like getting a little bit fucked up by, by the world being too heavy on me. And I'm like thinking about the question, like, what do you think about uh, inspiration versus manipulation? What's the difference? The best way to consider these philosophical ideas is to get a girl 12 years younger than you, tell her you used to be someone, and get her to live in a fucking cabin in Germany covered in fucking garbage bags. Wow. Sounds like an interesting theory. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that could be inspiring and uh, manipulating at the same time, I guess. I'm saying that's what you're doing with this young girl in some fucking storage space in the middle of the forest. I, 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 get, I found a way, because I'm getting older, but I still get to fuck young girls because I care about the environment. So I'm like, hey, you want to fuck me for forest? And people are like, wow, what a revolutionary or what a rebel or something. And then they like, I get around this like, oh, so what is kind of wise or something? Well, what you're doing, Boutros, Boutros, golly, is interpreting the same joke I just made in the same language I said it in. Really? Ugh. I just, I, are you saying I'm not creative enough or what? When? I'm saying you have some cause so you can fuck young girls out in the bushes and say it's for the environment. Yeah, exactly. But I, I actually do something. We actually do save the environment. We actually do a really good project. You can come here. We invite you to come to Manzana Podrida. That means the rotten apple. It's a mountain, magical mountain top full of magical mushrooms in Mexico, the place where the culture of magical mushrooms come from back to the stupid westernized funny society. Well, according to that one guy, the DMT guy, the, the magic mushroom started in Africa, and that's how we learned language as we evolved. But yeah. I don't believe that guy as much as this girl shouldn't believe you. The way she has not stopped smiling makes me think 
that you are some kind of Jim Jones cult guru, and all she can do is smile, or you hit her with a stun gun. Well, her, I wish I would have that kind of control. I've been always saying that to my she friends. She keeps and looking out the window for an escape hatch, this, but she knows there's nothing out there. She's not the youngest one. There's the youngest one. Hey. Oh, my God. Oh, God she's also local. She's from Mexico. I will give you the name of a coyote. I live right on the other side of the Mexican border. I know a guy that will get you through the desert and across the border, and then you can work for me for slave wages. Whoa, oh, what yeah. a great offer. Hair people work for weed and, and some sex, and then we save nature at the same time. That is pretty awesome. Like, no, that's why I live in the desert, fuckface. I hate nature. I like to live around dead things. Well, that... like dead brown fucking grass i like dead humans but that nature also i think everything is nature that's so sorry you can't fucking escape it friend. man you can't escape that fucking nature <laughs> the desert is also talking to you that's where jesus went to get like visions and shit no tommy you have to understand i am a 53 year old man with not a long longevity with my lifestyle i have no children so I don't care about the future of the planet. You, on the other hand, have all these concubines that are trying to impregnate to start a master race of forest lovers. So we have difference of opinion. No, well, I, I, well, I, I don't the, have children either. I think I the breakdown of society now is to overpopulate because you can't, it's like trying to save a dying dog, man. You're not trying to like save something. You just try to make it worse. By the way, I'm just doing it for entertainment value. And I really like sex and find a way to trick my ego with it to kind of do something for the planet, no? But you have to do something, no? You're entertaining the fuck out of me if you're only doing this for entertainment. You're making me laugh a lot. Oh, no, then, <laughs> then I feel very proud, actually, about our work. Wow. Hold on this yeah. guy. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. What do you do now in Corona times? You're alone. You don't. You, you say like you're sexually how, how do, abstinent. You say, you Look up in Swedish. How do I say in Swedish? Are you here under your own free will? <laughs> <laughs> and and you you are not having groupies or nothing. You don't get your dick sucked by like people that find you funny. Because like funny <laughs> is I also way dick sucked by groupies. Hang on, they're getting in line. Here is one. Or do I choose the burly one? People, I, well, people have different preferences, no? It's different preferences. Well, that's actually not my preference at all. I'm the small guy. I, it's really their preference. Well, I would like to see a video of you together. If you can film it and send it, Fuck for Forest would be amazed and I guess people would watch it for comical Wait, I, value or whatever. I thought, I thought this was being filmed. I thought that this was the intro of This Is Where I Hang Up. Live from New York, <laughs> I have to do another podcast. I love you, man. I Thank you. you for coming on our Thank show. You. And have a fucking great birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Always. <laughs> <laughs> A suggestion to Doug Stanhope, uh, you've probably seen it, but if you haven't, uh, or if it's a long time since, since you saw it, you should uh, see Limelight from Charlie, Mr. Charles Chaplin, that uh, deals with the subject of uh, young love, uh, being older, falling in love with 
older and uh, the complexity of being funny in an unfunny world. So for you people who haven't seen Limelight, check it out. It's a great movie. Remember, love has no age. They said that before. Uh, political correctness. Maybe now it's not okay anymore. I don't know. I will try it anyway. Love has no age. <laughs> Let's see. We only needed an intro for this show and we hope we will get Doug Stanhope to come back and uh, talk to us later. Uh, we have a lot more uh, interesting questions and uh, we would like to learn more about being funny in this uh, unfunny world. And I just want to do some extra informational uh, work since we are uh, informative, like an informative uh, podcast uh, that, uh, yes, humans did develop from Africa. That's true. They probably took mushrooms and killed the first person there also. Uh, so you can say like killing is... Uh, coming from Africa, or that the French Revolution is uh, based on Africa. Well, yeah, you can say that, but uh, what happened was that humans lost all their information and cultural connection to a lot of things they had in Africa. For example, the uh, psilocybin mushroom and the ritual to this magical herb, uh, used for witchcraft and dark evil rituals also. So uh, what happened was that uh, some tribe uh, called the Mazateca natives in Oaxaca, mountains uh, did continue their cultural relationship to using psilocybin mushrooms for healing purposes. Uh, then the whole, uh, um, most of the rest of the world had forgot about this information and uh, didn't uh, get reconnected to that before. Uh, one person from Life magazine called Watson or something like that, doesn't matter, you can check this out if you're interested in it, uh, went to make a a story about the Mazatec Indians and Maria Sabina, a very famous mushroom mushroom healer here in the mountains of Mexico. And uh, he went back to America and their Life magazine made a big uh, story about this that made a lot of alternative people run to Mexico to experience these healing rituals with the psilocybin mushrooms to reach the evil parts of nature or something to reconnect to the spirits and demons of nature. And um, this made uh, a lot of the alternative people run to Mexico to experience this. And in a period of time, if you came and had too long hair or looked too alternative, you get thrown out by the military in Mexico that thought, okay, it's coming um, westernized people, mostly from Amer America, coming here to do drugs and learn about uh, I don't know, themselves or whatever, or get more psychotic. So it was, uh, that was the new, like a re reintroduction of this plant or this medicine or this poison, whatever you want to call it, to the westernized uh, society. And it also made Albert Hoffman, uh, the creator of LSD, go there. And he had synthesized uh, psilocybin that he actually shared with Maria Sabina. He got specimens of... Uh, Mexican mushroom, Psilocybe Mexicana, and he went back to Norway, where he uh, was the first white person actually making a magic uh, mushroom growing kit, something that later got reintroduced to the westernized world, and that's why we know about magic mushrooms again. Yeah, it did come from Africa, but uh, yeah, so the history is more complicated. <laughs> Everything comes from As Africa in that aspect. Yeah, so to, um, that was the little informational corner. And uh, yes, then we continue with our show that this uh, day uh, is about co 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 confusion. And um, 
Yeah, what's a happy birthday to all of us? Then I guess since we live together on this confused planet all together. So happy birthday, everyone. Everyone, happy, happy birthday. birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's a great day. That's what we say. Happy talk about fishing really or did we talk about that last time i think that we talked about we talked about fishing already in the first show really so what are we talking about today maybe we should talk about um, we're not following a thread anymore yeah we're following the thread of our experience of life i think what's happening to us right now right now we are recording well, I know you have some notes. I don't have nothing. Okay, so this show is about recording. Uh, we are going to talk about recording. We have a recording expert in the studio today. Going to give you uh, some interesting details about how to record your life in the perfect way. I, I, I'm actually very confused right now because I, I woke up. I have to admit, I, don't, I didn't feel very good today. I w- woke up feeling maybe I have corona or something or, or I'm just manic depressed. It has some of the same uh, symptoms. I don't know. I didn't read depression on corona symptoms. Well, you, you can get depressed from being sick in general, I think. So. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, I'm, I was uh, struggling with this day a little bit, and I, I smoked a bong with some mountain marijuana, and I fall asleep. It's a good medicine for sometimes when you, you just need to relax and sleep. And uh, I woke up uh, just now, so I'm a little bit trying to get out of this, drinking a tea, trying to get back to... uh, It's very confusing for me to wake up in the morning, actually. Usually it's like... It's a very existential thing for me to wake up. I have to deal with all this world again. I have to deal with everything I have done and everything I haven't done. And for me, that can be a pretty pretty confusing and... uh, and, sad experience the first thing you awake with uh, I, w- I would have liked to wake more how I usually feel when I when I naturally fall asleep being fucked up after a really long time of having a great party instead of just waking up after trying to escape into dreamland and then realizing I have to deal with this again I think it comes for me the worst times is just before going to sleep like when the like all the stuff I need to do during the day is over and I have to think about my life, what I want to do, what then all this comes. Yeah, that's what drugs are for. We had another show about addiction, and that's how you many times get into that, I guess, by trying to erase what life tries to teach you. And it's not all the time you want to be on that school you are put on, and life is kind of like that school you can't quit without without drugs or, or suicide, or if you don't, or just slightly cute romantic manic depression following you through life from you trying to think too much about what's happening to you. Life can be annoying. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that we know. I think everybody experiences annoying life. We're trying to make our show uh, sound okay for you to listen to. And if you listen to this, uh, maybe you listen to some of the earlier show. We are still very in the beginning of our uh, little podcast. uh, 
thrown into this uh, podcast uh, situation by the coronavirus being isolated here in Mexico in a small mountain-like cowboy city. For you, so that never was in this uh, mountain isolated place. It's basically a place, very beautiful, very perfect, but there's no electricity, there is no internet. And right now it's rain season, so basically we are locked inside a house. It's raining outside. It's still very beautiful. Yeah, I'm sorry, we, we closed the computer. We did <laughs> do some computer work now. We are in a place with electricity. We actually lived five years in a place without electricity, trying to create a, a kind of ecological community, a, commu- a kind of creative activist space for people to come together to try to live outside the modern society that we felt was falling apart around us. So now we are cowardly moving ourselves into the modern society again with threat of corona, which is something we are not really afraid of right now. But uh, we needed to be able to to work a little bit again. And then we decided to do this podcast. And if you want to check out our, our other project, go to fuckforforest.org and please support us so we can continue the ecological part here in Mexico and also other places in the world. So I wouldn't say our project really five years and we still didn't really get it up and running. Oh, no, no, it's super good. Actually, we got it up and running. She's kind of not telling the truth because... It was in the beginning a, a protection, a protectional project. So we uh, bought a piece of land with the money we collected uh, for doing reforestation and and protecting the land. And that I think we have been doing. The <laughs> that we succeeded that the first we su- day. <laughs> yeah, that we succeeded with quite fast. But uh, trying to live there and trying to combine it with Fuck for Forest at the same time and meet sweet people. So we have a nude beach not too far away. We can go and search for people, but uh, also taking care of the place uh, became kind of difficult to know electricity. So then we are here. Now we are in a dusty cowboy city in somewhere in Oaxaca state. And uh, here you can actually still see on a sunny day cowboys riding into the city with a cowboy hat and a whip in their hand. It's, it's pretty, true. Uh, yeah, it's pretty romantic actually. If you like uh, the old style cowboy, it's uh, also native people or something. Uh, well, when I was playing as a child, uh, we used to call it uh, cowboy and Indian. Something now I'm, I heard that Indian is wrong to say and uh, some Indians uh, or n- natives or natural people from the, that area. Actually, humans are not naturally from anywhere. We're actually from somewhere on the planet and then we spread it out. and. Many of the people that are natives also got there sometimes. So native to what? I don't know. But okay, Indians come from a story. They say that when uh, Christopher Columbus went there, he thought he had... He was going to India and he thought he got to India and then he called them Indians. But another person, uh, a native person from Brazil, I think, told me that it actually came from that when they come here, they... Some people thought they were so God-worthy people, so they called them Indios, that means uh, with God, and uh, that uh, the story later become corrupted. And that that's somehow a little bit about all the stuff I want to talk to about today. Now it's all coming back to me suddenly, like I'm waking up, I'm suddenly realizing after sleeping that I'm super confused about the world situation right now. I'm starting because getting internet again and getting computers, I've been able to distance myself planting plants and trying to live a sustainable lifestyle in a very beautiful place in the mountains of Mexico. But uh, 
my needs and my ego slowly directs me back to my interest in pussy, vagina, women that I'm actually kind of mentally destroyed by by my own project, by our project fuckforforest.org for hunting for sweet girls to make love to save or have sex fuck to save nature for so many years in places where people are kind of open-minded like Berlin but do they love you or are they your friends or do we just use each other but that's also nice now when I'm sitting in the forest being like okay no one's using me now so is that good for me now? You feel unused? I feel unused. I feel lid too little objectified right now. Right now I feel very little like object. I feel like distant myself into a place where no one can objectify me in a sexual manner. And I'm sometimes a little bit sad about it, I must admit. But that's happening. Sometimes life change. Um, we still have all our experience with... Uh, about 15 years of Fuck for Forest, I guess this part of the radio will, or whatever, okay, also contain a lot of sexual material since that's what we've been working with. So this will be kind of a, a social commentary erotic uh, show and we hope you will laugh a little bit because our part of experience in this has been, been at times hysterically sadly funny and that's the state of the world right now also. So. We had a lot of time to reflect on our life before because we were kind of isolated on a mountaintop, not being sex objects for about five years. And no, it's not totally true because, as I said, we did find people on the beach and we did manage to make some great orgies. And uh, yeah, we managed to save some nature here in Mexico also. So part of our project that we're doing, uh, one part was to hunt down, to flirt with people, to in this world right now and it gets more and more difficult to actually just flirt with people without s certain type of rules that makes it even more difficult I, I I don't know then it may be better to go back to radio uh, to podcasting because if you listen to us now you can send me a message to fff at moralpro.com and we will get in touch I have a very nice forest cabin here in the mountains of Mexico if you need some advice about your sexuality, I'm there to help. So uh, we are still uh, trying to find a way, please contact us. Uh, we uh, will not stop to flirt with people, And uh, but I'm pretty tired. The subject uh, of flirting constantly with people to try to make them take their clothes off and have sex or be naked to save nature has been a ride in many different directions. I'm pretty tired of people in general. I was that before, fuck for forest. I'm not the most social person in the world. And something that also makes it easier now to do this podcast. Um, I shouldn't say that actually, that I'm not so social. I'm super social. I'm the most social since I'm the most social person in the world. Uh, it's very good now that we do this podcast. So we can reach out to all you beautiful people out there. So uh, thank you for listening. Welcome back to a podcast that rivals everything, good and bad, doesn't matter. Stay tuned. Because we are so confused, so we no longer know what good and bad is. And that's how the internet looks like now. To Tommy today showed me something on the internet and I don't know anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like we, we're doing a little... The internet is full of cons what people call conspiracies. I don't even know what that is anymore. It's too many stories out there, too many news, too many fake news that somebody... And then says 
and then in both directions people say it and trying to do I, I did some interesting research on podcasts because I wanted to see what people are doing right now since we were starting a podcast and everything. And uh, one of the most uh, famous or most listened to podcasts right now is uh, Joe Rogan's uh, experience, Joe Rogan experience. And it's, uh, it's uh, been bought up by, by Spotify. And uh, in that process, they censored some of his shows because he liked to take also more people that w didn't actually share the most popular view on politics or or life views. Um, so they, he had also people on his show that were more on the right side of politics, more, more the right extreme side, uh, something that pissed off a lot of left-oriented uh, people. And since hate crime and the ability to say what you want without hurting someone's feelings has become very, very uh, much more hard to, 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 to express exactly what you want without somebody feeling sad or but broken hearted about it. So, But isn't it kind of censorship or fascistic to censure a show? Yeah, that was what I was thinking. So uh, one of the shows has been censured is Alex Jones that uh, has the Infowars, something I looked up many years ago, actually, to when I was a little bit into conspiracies, something I... I can't, I don't know the fuck what's going on. I, I just have to admit that right now. I don't know. It can be aliens. It can be Jesus. It can be God, alien, Jesus, hybrid. It can be Trump is right. It can be that everyone I believed in before is wrong. It's like, I don't, I have to admit a uh, first person right here of those two. I don't know a shit what's going on. So for me, conspiracies has become more and more abstract. And after five years with basically no internet, we are like, I don't know, when I look at the internet and things here, I see that I missed a lot. I'm very confused. I'm super confused about it. Going back to internet now, is uh, things have definitely changed in five years about a lot of different things. I don't know how to use social media in a way. Well, I was never very good at social media, but now it seems like it's very difficult to do express anything uh, if you do express it in the wrong way, you are kind of banned. Or And I seem like it's very difficult because the social media is an international media. I come from a country, for example, Norway, that never really had a big difference between man and woman. It's supposed to be one of the most sexually balanced countries in the world. Like naturally, humans, uh, man and woman, they just found a way to get along. But I know that people joke with each other and joke with the gender and... Sometimes I kind of mean with their jokes in both directions, but it was never a problem. So for me in my culture, it's like easy to say things that now in America, for example, is considered very... So maybe I come from a very low, low cultural uh, heritage from Norway that has a very... Well, I thought it went all the way back to the Vikings and that America actually is a new country based on rape and murder and suppression. And maybe that's why they're so tense on it right now. Just like the Germans are so tense on, on joking with Hitler or making a fascist statement, even for a joke. Or Because my I look at it, uh, Alex Jones' Infowar shows, and for me, I don't know if it's how much is true and how much is comedy. For me, it's, it works more like a stand-up show. It has a lot of interesting subjects. I wouldn't think like that because usually I don't check out that type of politics. It's a mix of things some people will call conspiracy with 
uh, with the right focused politics but in a way that makes me laugh about it and it's kind of entertaining for me to see it and then I realized that's like people that do try to censure these people from the internet or these people he's kind of a funny guy uh, he has a he has a funny attitude and he he jokes with funny stuff sometimes so you can also see it as a kind of stand-up or something and and uh, or a kind of comedy it will not be stand-up it will be a kind of comedy show and in that way kind of interesting but then i'm thinking like why do people want anything of what they hate away from the internet one for me personally it gives me inspiration if i'm not agreeing with something to joke with it or have fun with that or to express something against that so it gives me something to work for is this guy promoting violence is this guy like uh, trying to make people do violent against i don't know black people <laughs> well no they're tr- trying or pl- claiming that they're not very racistic in that that way they have different people part of their show and some have that's why it's very difficult to attack the whole thing because they claim they have different uh, opinions about things and and uh, in my view it's nothing to attack because it's just people expressing some kind of weird philosophy of life uh, i have friends that think similar but would be on the other side of the political political specter saying the same things but pointing the finger at another direction saying like those are the aliens or those are the satanistic pedophile people controlling the world with a new world order it can go both ways and for me i'm like okay it could be pedophile aliens controlling the world yeah i buy it i am so fine but i also buy everything else as being totally fine so for me Personally, I don't understand if you hate if you hate it, uh, don't watch it. Uh, but if you really hate it, you should watch it because it says something like know you know your friend but know your enemy better, and uh, that's like it's a good thing to know where 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 people are standing. If you censure every way one way that says wrong things in your view of what's wrong and right on the internet, you can't know what they're saying uh, anymore. Where, where is Spotify from? What is their political? Do the Spotify have political agenda, or isn't Spotify just um, a page where you listen to music from? Uh, yeah, but it also uh, just like uh, iTunes have become a platform also for uh, clips, film clips. I don't know, maybe, and uh, I don't know too much about what's happening on the internet, as we said before. But it definitely has been a platform for uh, podcasting, something that is. Uh, getting more and more popular out there so it's good to get uh, your shows out of this podcast but Joe Rogan please if they censure your shows I think it was going a little bit too far I think maybe it's type of a sellout I don't believe I in don't censorship know. how I be- can you censure some some people talking in a show and it's like for me it's kind of strange I don't know how they managed to do it who's these people that's what Alec Jones uh, use as his main argument also is that uh, censorship is pretty close to fascism when people get uh, forced to not be able to say something doesn't matter if it's good or bad in your views or or it might hurt someone's feelings like i've been bully victim since i was a kid and i know that sometimes life is about getting your feelings hurted and you can't force everyone to be nice it has to be a process where people want to be nice by themselves and if they are forced to be nice it's fascism it that's just fascism it's just if you force people to act in a different way than they are based on fear or based on getting frozen out by society or even go to jail and lose your job it is fascism in but my the, view but listen to this okay say pretend hitler 
never killed a person in his life with his own hands. But he managed to get a lot of people to kill people. Is he innocent? Or is he like... Because he just talked. In this case, I don't know in true if he killed people or not with his own hands. Well, don't ask me about this. I'm... <laughs> I believe that you can, if people do stuff, it's the same with religion. The Catholic Church managed to get a lot of people killing and torturing other people from other religion or that didn't follow the doctrine of the Catholic Church got murdered. Whose blame is, who do you put the blame on in the end? In the end, I think you can blame the whole institution from the ground. I don't know. But I mean, that, I guess that is what the left is seen in uh, in this case i guess it has something to do with that no that they are they are like pointing the finger at the leader uh, so if i tell you now you should go out and kill uh, the people we rent from right now and i run out and kill the people is that my fault then that's what i asked you okay if I asked it, you. Is go, it and hit, is go and it kill the people now is please it hit, is it the hitler's fault that people follow him in blind and kill a lot of people first you have first i have to get you to believe in me so first i have to build up a trust relationship where you 100 sure about that killing those people okay. is the most right thing to do in the world okay i believe you i will go out and kill these people okay now you're very easy believable so if somebody would say that if now i would say that somebody would maybe say i'm joking with you but nobody knows maybe i'm not maybe, maybe i'm just having a clever way to get you to kill those people or maybe i'm just plain stupid and then i can be like yeah but i was joking and uh, she just didn't get the joke no no, I definitely didn't get that joke when I'm sitting here in jail for a lifetime. Yeah, but the guy that killed John Lennon, for example, read this uh, this uh, catcher in the rye before he killed him. And that inspired him to kill John Lennon. Should he then point the finger at, at uh, the writer of the book? Or is the guy that killed him just a fucking psychopath? He probably was pretty dumb. Yeah, so then I was like, okay, if you tell people... I think it's not... Uh, argument uh, if you do something based on what other people tell you without any kind of moral responsibility for it i think you're to blame for it or if you did not get threatened by the violence yeah if you got threatened but that's what happened under the regime of hitler that many people were afraid of losing their own life or their family's life and therefore blindly follow the rules they're told uh, stuff confusing things you no know? they're told things that is like for other people would be a conspiracy theory that, uh, for example, theories about race where he kind of uh, compares, like, uh, if I have sex with a colored person or uh, someone from not my ethnic, I would be the same as fucking another animal and then fucking a dog. And that's bullshit because yeah. it's proven by science and by, by bio biology in itself that yeah. I can make a baby with with a person from another race. I think most people knew that by that time also. And actually to say racism is a wrong term because it's not like we are the human races. I think all races that you people call, oh, that race, that race is part of homo sapiens, no? That should be like, oh yeah, they're homo sapiens. That's the same race as us. So racism in itself should be like a racist term then. Because saying racism just implicates that there are different races of humans, something that is bullshit. Because racism should actually be, okay, if you're racist, you're against other animals. Uh, I hate dogs. 
Oh, you're so racist right now. That's more correct way of saying it. I guess nowadays they use the word ethnics, that you are from different ethnics now. This changes all the time, and that's what I mean, like censorship on the internet. If you come from one country, that's extremely uh, uptight with what is right to say or not right to say, and and you're expressing yourself from another country where this was not considered, or not even people react on it, so it's not really an offense, because no one get offended by it. An offense in itself is just an offense. If, it's just like nudity. If I will go out on the street naked and people are ah, it's a naked guy on the street! Or if I will go out on the street naked and people wouldn't care. Something that happens some places, for example in Ibiza or naked beaches where you... Or in Berlin where we have been naked in parks. Or if, actually it's legal to be naked in most parks in Berlin. As long as you don't offend people, that means go or touch them or annoy their personal environment but they realize that being naked itself is a kind of peaceful thing that no one should get shocked about. But when they do get shocked about it, then is that shock reaction, then a, is that an indication about like society's values in, a, in, this, in general? Because I know like the word, the, the N-word, nigger, that they have so problem with, and I understand why and where it's coming from. But I also know in, comedians in Norway uh, we're joking one one with the African background that is a good comedian in Norway was all the time want to do, be called nigger as a kind of as a kind of pro provocation against his way of seeing the freedom to just express yourself and say words that is not popular and they like you can say it in a jokeful manner you can say it in a bad manner but to forbid it I think it's censorship and uh, <laughs> and to make people afraid of saying things. I think it's a very wrong way to go, even though it's like not everything that's popular to say. That's why the word fuck has become bad and many people fight for that. And many times the people fight for, oh, yeah, this is stupid to not, to not be able to say fuck, yeah, but it offends some people. It's a hate crime then, no? Some people get like offended by the word fuck. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous now. Like, are we going to are we going to get censured even before our show gets out? Because we ha we are sitting here at home recording, just talking blah 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 about things that we find on the internet and thinking about, and we are very confused about what's right and wrong. And right now, now we're talking about it in a confused. Should I be worried? Should we change the show's appearance? Should we? What should we do? Can we be ourselves or what? I think we should be ourselves no matter what, and uh, be able to have. Uh, they say that you can joke with everything, but not with everyone. But I think that time has gone and we should joke with everyone. Some people have got killed for joking in certain countries, like in countries without so much freedom of expression. It happened that people said what they wanted in a jokeful manner and they got executed. Uh, that's that's happening still everywhere. But do you remember in the old times when we were in we were in the Germany in the trans scene and on this uh, internet forum for freaks like that went to these trans parties, you had to make irony on. That's Germany though. They had a forum where it was like we we can't uh, accept irony on our forum because it might hurt someone's feelings. So we want you to be very clear when you use irony and all the time when you use irony in front of irony, use irony on. And when irony is over, use irony off. Something that makes people very clear that it's irony and then it's not irony anymore. No, it kind of spoils it, no? It kind of spoils the irony. Irony is a sorry for you people that don't understand irony, but it's more... 
I don't know if it's about intelligence or if it's just about the special person you are. Irony is a way to understand a type of humor that is not ex it's joking with something in a way. I don't want to explain irony. Go and check it up on the f <laughs> go and check it up on, uh, on Wikipedia, Wikipedia or whatever. Irony. Uh, what's irony? It's uh, like a caricature of somebody. But in a jokeful, uh, verbal way. Yeah. yeah, it's super funny. It's super funny when you don't get the joke. No, that's why people maybe don't like irony. Because if you don't get it, it's like not getting the joke. And then you feel like, oh, fuck, I'm an idiot. Well, I've watched a lot of comedy that I don't get the joke. Maybe I'm just dumb or it's, this is really bad humor. For me, the whole world has become like a joke for me. So it's like very difficult to separate. It's very difficult for me to separate comedy or irony or what's real or not it's 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 all floating it's like all floating into each other so when i'm look, watching alex jones i'm uh, on infowars i don't really know if it's a comedy program maybe the south park people are involved in it i get like ideas in my head that is maybe firecrackers okay i get these ideas in my head that uh, uh, this is all just like a performance act online to to mess with our heads and internet is great for that as a it's a good way to actually do uh, entertain people because I personally get entertained by it until I feel I want to shoot my head out after watching it for too long. It's not, it will have to be taken in doses just like before I watched like preacher channels with people healing people with their hand, hand healing in religious big churches and I could watch this for hours because it was so funny for me to watch that the people did this. It just like uh, filled me with so much joy to just watch these kind of things and but that i think actually was more about stealing money from people and was actually very very cleverly made and and uh, was more genuine than i feel with infowars that do take up a really in interesting and important subject but combine it with a like uh, with aliens and satanistic uh, child molesters something that is probably is like <laughs> come on you have Christian child molesters, you have for sure some satanistic child molesters also, no, you have, it's not like the bad people don't, the satanists, the Christians, the, the, the people in the Catholic Church do it, there must be some satanists doing it also. Or is the, Alex Jones would say the satanists have infiltrated the Catholic Church and is making that from the inside, the Pope is basically antichrist i don't know if child molesters has a political party or anything like this i think they're just like fucked in the brain and they just want to molest children and they don't have a political agenda well uh, we, some people claim that it's about magic and uh, fucking children is supposed to give you like some kind of superpowers or something to be able to be extra evil to to control the world so you can't really control the world without fucking some, some children as uh, so maybe why it's so well, that's why it's so big in the Catholic Church, uh, I guess, because they need that to sustain their power and they need young, like, child, child ass to, to be able to continue their fight for world domination. <laughs> yeah, they're, it's, it's important energy or some energy work. You know, for you hippies who are listening to this, it's, it's a type of energy work and there's no good and bad, you know, it's, every, everything is one. <laughs> <laughs> Next year on the news, yeah, so we <laughs> found a flower hippie raping a child. <laughs> okay, so okay, then we to blame. Then the we hair. will get blamed for it under these rules. Then we say, yeah, kind of encouraging hippies to rape children, to become pedophile as a kind of 
getting power, no bad, no good, right? They said, putting everything together to make peace in the world. Wow. Yeah, so, so then, then it's like I'm doing more because I'm coming from kind of like, I don't like to say it, but I have a lot of friends in the left scene. That's also the scene that wanted to beat up, beat us up mostly because we were fucked for forest living in Berlin. Suddenly pornography was one, one of the main targets for the leftist scene, like because of yeah ab- abuse of women and things I do understand. But fuck for forest did have a lot of a kind of working against that. And all the people in our group were kind of open-minded sexual anarchists that just wanted to have fun with sexuality to save nature and nobody forced them or manipulated them to do what they were doing there and to believe that is pretty because every time we got a problem it went went many times on me as being a man being like oh yeah you're the abuser that gets all these girls to do this and i'm thinking these girls are my friends they would never they fuck with me all the time i have no control over these people absolutely no control i w- i wish but i seem to be not that type of psychopath that is able to keep control over so many people it seemed that they all blow up in my face and fuck me over in the end anyway but i'm like can you believe without talking to my friends that i'm manipulating these people i'm so clever i okay i feel it's a little bit like overestimating my powers and you should, ta- you should maybe take it as a compliment. I'm starting now. I'm starting well, when I talk about it now. I'm starting to think, okay, maybe I should have taken it as a compliment. But the sad part is that uh, for me, that I don't have any group of mindless sexual zombies doing what I want. Actually, the women in Fuck for Forest was very self. They were looking for orgasms and fun. They were looking for orgasms and fun. Exactly. They were looking for having fun with their body for a good cause and nobody needed to tell them what to do. And that was the part of the whole project uh, to not tell people what to do. And we got thrown out of places in Berlin because we were for for forest from leftist places. Even women, we went to places. I went with a group of girls, went to places, handed out flyers and we get kicked out. They told us in one place when they handed out flyers, you have to stop handing out flyers or we kick you out and then Leona and another friend of us, another woman, went to them and asked, like, yeah, why? And they, they were like, uh, had a long discussion. And in the end, okay, you can stay here as long as you promise to not talk about f- sex or <laughs> fuck for forest. That kind of goes hand in hand. So then suddenly, like, oh, yeah, you kind of eliminated about 80% of our life. Yeah, because that's what we do all the time right now. And so you say we can't talk about what we're doing. And in a punk rock place that looks like with anarchy on the wall. My and, and just to clarifying, I'm a pr- pretty shy girl and I'm really, really bad in flirting. So having a fuck, of f- fuck for forest flyer is just the easiest way to get to know a person. Yeah, that's the way Leona and me too used to get the entrance port to flirt because we'd like to be as like it's to flirt as a fuck for forester is not the normal thing uh, because we wanted to also document it for our project and it got so far for both of us that we we kind of had so many friends around us that we didn't really have time to flirt with people that didn't want to make photos and videos so it became like only people that wanted to make I said no to many sweet girls that didn't want to make a video with me so it ended up with this that okay you don't want to make a video okay then uh, sorry I'm not into that 
Well, here in Mexico, time has changed. Here's, it changed. Uh, here I fuck with people without making photos. It's sad. It's a curse, Leona. That's why we cursed. You broke the magic. You fucked the enemy. Okay, so we we just fucked people that made photos and videos, and the, that was their way of flirting. So if we can't talk to people about what we're doing, it's kind of difficult. We also got thrown out of a, a parade. They tried to throw us out of the slut parade in Berlin that was made specially for be able to express yourself more sexually. But because we have a poster that is too stereotyped, because when we started Fuck for Forest, it was only me and Leon on the website. It's like, get this, come on. We are part of a erotic scene in Berlin. I, 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 I had dick in my mouth. I'm not saying that's an example on that I'm anti-gay, but I have friends in all that likes to eat shit, that likes to suck ass, that likes to fuck ass. That I, 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 I am a kind of open-minded sexual person with that. I personally like simple, simple. I'm not a very complicated sexual person. So I tried out things, but I have friends in the scene that tried out a lot more. Okay, so we're like, we're not putting this on the poster because we're so stereotypical. We put it on the poster because it was a woman that helped us to make this poster and she got photos from us. When it was only me and Leona, sorry for you people that wanted us to be two guys or two girls or one girl that changed sex with another girl that didn't or whatever that is somehow more interesting in the sexual specter. We were not that interesting. We were just a couple having sex and deciding to like, oh, we want to share this with the world to get money for ecology. And she painted us on the poster. Then people in Berlin want to beat us up because and throw us out of, uh, of parades because they say our poster is sexistic because it doesn't represent uh, full diversity. We don't have any gay people on the poster. We don't have any uh, colored ethnic people on the poster. Like we should have every, okay, I know about so many sexual directions. Now the poster is not big enough for that really. And it was just a poster. It's not even thought as drawings. It's a kind of like a hippie poster with stupid drawings. Okay, if you are curious how this poster is looking, maybe send us a funny email about your most crazy sexual experience and we will send you this poster. Yes, do that. And uh, this went further and further for us. We got attacked in uh, punk houses in Berlin because Leon had made she had made a, 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 a painting of a dick entering a, a pussy. And uh, it's uh, in flu it's like fluorescent. It was it was uh, um, it was also a body to that pussy. It was a but uh, no, it was two different posters. Okay. You had one poster with a dick entering, just the dick entering in pussy, oh, saying right. uh, "sex is great, enjoy life." Oh, that's true. And uh, some person, a group of people come over. We have an info stand on this punk house in Berlin, and some inf some people come over and like, what is with this poster? And like. Uh, nothing and they're like look at the dick uh, yeah it doesn't even have a condom no because you don't need safe sex this is a, if it's a fucking drawing on a piece of paper it's a fluorescent it grow no it doesn't have a condom but it glows in fluorescent light no it's a, it's even cooler it's like and it can't get pregnant and it can't give sexual diseases naturally. I don't know if it's because it's because it's painted in fluorescent paints uh, or if it's just magic. 
I have no idea, but uh, we found out over having this poster over longer time now, it didn't get, okay, we didn't check it for sexual diseases, but it didn't come any babies. <laughs> no, and I'm very like, I am confused. I, I'm not a good drawer and I made a lot of our uh, posters and demonstration material. And I'm sad, I'm, I'm not so good drawing, sorry to say. And I got a lot of shit for this. People try to drag it down, tear apart the stuff that I'm drawing. They're saying that doesn't look good, but come on, it's just a fucking drawing and I made it. Yes, I'm not an artist, like, come on, then should I hire some Picasso to paint our drawings? So like, no, had we, ha we had our only ourselves. Like, I did it, sorry. Yeah, Leona had to, to go to therapy. After this, because one year in therapy, because she really wanted to like be an artist and draw stuff, and it was just not right enough for the scene in Berlin to accept. No, a friend of us, super cunt, she one time had to fight for a pussy, like a a pussy that I made. She had to fight for it. They wanted to tear it apart in pieces. There were. Uh, I remember that story was on a. It, that was on a techno party in Berlin. That was after some kind of demonstration and some. I saw the it start to happen. I w we were there a group, and I get I start to see people look weird at me. Some people with weird energy, and I was holding this fucking pussy on a on a on a stick, and uh, it was a pussy on a stick, looking like a big happy pussy with arms and eyes and legs, and it said something. I don't know what it said. Not something not important. Something just the same as the feeling of... I think of it just said sex is great or something I like that. I think it said sex is great, yeah, something like that. And uh, and uh, I felt the energy, so I was like, okay, being a man in Fuck for Forest right now, uh, I feel uncomfortable in this situation. I feel threatened. In, but I didn't tell anyone. I was thinking, like, okay, I just <laughs> give it to, to, to my... <laughs> I just give it to my friend. Uh, she take the fucking pussy, she has a pussy, so she take the pussy, you know? I don't want to be the, the abuser holding the pussy here now. So I give her the pussy, she holds the pussy, and I just go. And then I, I, some minutes after I try to look for her, I'm like, where is she? And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then we hear noise and uh, somebody's like, ah, yeah, Supercunt is in problem. And we're like, oh, fuck, Supercunt, we run out. Supercunt is on the street fighting for the pussy with another woman holding the pussy in the other they're dragging in each side of this big pussy it's kind of like a meter big pussy you know on a, on a stick and they're holding it in between each other dragging and the woman is like your sign is raping people it's raping people and we're like again i'm very sorry for this <laughs> yeah we didn't try to rape anyone with our sign but obviously this great mega pussy was probably big enough to rape people's mind and head because it had the really big vagina. So I guess I didn't see during the night what that pussy did. And after super, I know I didn't rape anyone when it was with me, but I gave it over to Supercunt. And during that time, I have a six, seven, eight minutes where I didn't see the pussy and what it did. So I can't say it didn't rape anyone, but I find it suspicious. Yeah, again, and I it was no trial against the pussy. Nobody went to like, yeah, I saw this pussy raping someone. It's like, yeah, it's clearly that this pussy it was not more people. Yeah, yeah, it's like we had five people all saw that what the pussy did. It raped someone publicly there. No one stood up for the pussy. The pussy we was judged in the moment as being an offender, as raping someone. And 
we were we tried to defend the pussy. We tried to protect the pussy. Until I was, uh, they were they were screaming to us. Until one, I, I tried to protect the pussy. Then I was going in and I also, as a man in that situation, standing up for the pussy, being let the pussy go, let the pussy go. And this woman was go going against me, saying like, yeah, but you rape people. And I was like, what? Do you call me a rapist? And then I was like, you call me a rapist, you bitch. And then the guy want to beat me because I call her a bitch. And I'm like, I just said it because she called me a rapist publicly. And she don't have nothing on. She can't like at least say who I raped and when. And like, you can't just say I'm a rapist. She also called the pussy a rapist. So. She also called the so pussy a rapist. So now we have two rapists two on the rapist and a violent guy that tried to attack us. Okay, so the violent guy tried to attack me. He's standing there. Okay, you can't call that the woman a bitch. And he's like, okay, I just did an offense against a woman right now in the street of Berlin. So in the political scene, I'm fucked. I knew this would come. I know the f now. With my mouth, I have nothing to say. What I did uh, was breaking down, laying down on the floor, dragging off my pants and ass fingering myself in the ass with my finger, uh, saying, yeah, yeah, rape my ass, rape my ass or something like that. That made all the people just dis magically disappear. Uh, like uh, the guy went, the woman went, everyone, we were there with the pussy sign, we got the pussy back. I was like, what happened? Everyone just left or what? And that was, I felt raped in that situation. I felt I needed to do that. I was forced to an unnormal sexual situation to protect my life, protect my, 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 my body against getting attacked. So I had to lay myself down and ass finger myself in that moment to get out of that situation. There was no other way out. That was a sexual offense right there, forcing a person down in their knees putting the finger in the ass to not get beaten up publicly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. We were closed out from this party. We were not allowed inside again. Oh, no, we didn't get in again. That's true. But there's always a party in Berlin. There's always <laughs> somewhere else to go. So we went somewhere else uh, where people were not so touchy on this uh, because this is something that went on uh, i don't want to say i have a lot of people that are interested in politics uh, and i'm not a political person and i believe anarchy is a personal i don't like that the l people calling themselves left oriented people also call themselves anarchists because that doesn't fit together anarchy is like be able to say exactly what you feel and not follow any group and if you follow a group, naturally, it's not very anarchistic in my view of the world. I think anarchy for me is more about self-consciousness. And if you do believe in something yourself, truly, you are willing to say it in any kind of situation. I think if you don't know that you will get shot and killed right there and you're as tired of your life and you do it anyway, you should kind of avoid that. But still, you should not under pressure for, from people that have established some kind of political correct way of talking force people to not be funny anymore or not be able to 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 flirt in a jokeful manner or be humans anymore or make funny looking pussy signs yeah or make funny looking pussy signs or the sign you made we got problem another place you made a sign with like a blow it was a blow up doll but looking like a mix of a human a real human and a blow up like this doll it that that people buy to fuck like have sex with plastic dolls and Leona drew this big plastic doll with big eyes, a big mouth well, looking. Well, that was not really what I drew 
But... Okay, it looks like a big plastic doll. And it has big eyes and... It looks a little bit like the logo of the Porn Film Festival in Berlin, actually. They stole your logo, Leona, from that. That's insane because they're super against us because we punked them too many times. Okay, the alternative Porn Film Festival in Berlin don't like Fuck for Forest because we joke too much. We're not fitting in politically correct. We're not doing the feminist things in the right way. Even if Fuck for Forest, I would say as a guy, has some of the coolest, strongest feminist women I know. It's because, it's because none of us have a moustache. It's because none of you are so fucking politically correct up your ass that you can't joke with yourself and things you don't even... You can, you can joke with rape, I'm no? You, I know you can joke with things that the other people... You can't even say the N-word in Berlin. No, the R-word, the rape word. It's very difficult. I know a lot of people experience trauma with sexuality. We work with that as for forest. And people experience trauma with violence and car crashes, and ecological damage, and getting mind-fucked by religion. There's so many ways to get abused out there. And rape is one of the shitty ones, for sure. But you can't stop people from joking with stuff, and that's what I realized most of my friends in Berlin were interested in politics. Yeah, they had interesting in left-orientated politics, but my closest friends were also the people I could joke with that. As soon as I felt, okay, this is getting a little... I think it's dangerous to think you're right. I think it's better to know you're wrong than to think you're right. Then like, as soon as you're like, oh, I think I'm right about this, I will... If you if you I, should know it's right, then... Am, the I, am I allowed to put on a song? We made a... Or not me. We had a top 10 rape hits now. Oh yeah, do you have that still? It must be somewhere. I will try to see if I can find it. Okay, uh, we made some controversy in Berlin with that, and uh, uh, we made some rape hits. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I didn't continue. I didn't finish the story about that sign because Leona made that blow up signs with ice that the Berlin Film Festival stole uh, the logo from, and I was using. That's not true. I say that I think it's like that and uh, yeah we can all believe what we want but you can <laughs> check it out uh, on the Berlin Porn Film Festival they will look uh, similar uh, but it said mine was more beautiful yeah it was a little bit more beautiful and it said uh, are you a sex are you a sex junkie and care for nature join fuckforforest.org and uh, a woman come over to me and she asked me look at that woman and I was like I hold a sign then I shouldn't hold these signs, Leona. Don't give these signs to me. Uh, it's have a man on it who is saying some like something right. I'm tired of getting bullied now, and I'm not. I like to learn about this. So the woman told me, uh, "Look at the woman." And I was like, "Yeah, look at it. Does she look happy?" And I look at her, and I see it's a tear. You painted a tear rolling down her eye. <laughs> I, love, I love tears. It's almost on all my paintings. Okay, but I didn't notice. I didn't know she was sad. I had nothing in that moment, nothing to, to, to say against this woman. She's like, does she look happy? I don't remember that. I was like, no, because you were not there then. No, no, I don't remember that. It was a tear on this drawing. Okay, it was a tear. Does she look happy? I look, it, she don't look happy. <laughs> but she looks sexual. She like, she like has open legs and big tits and stuff. Maybe she got a huge orgasm and just crying of happiness. 
that could be, you know, you don't know, like pain and pleasure is really close to each other. Sometimes some people can gr cry for happiness or scream of, of, of joy during sex or, or play out things also like play scared, but actually liking it. It's a really difficult subject psychologically to just judge like that, especially out from this drawing on a piece mm -hmm. of cardboard, like a, like a box Leona tore apart and she drew this kind of big blowed up woman with a tear in her eye and put me in a situation where I have to realize that I'm carrying around the information that is not looking happy and the woman <laughs> has right she's like does she look happy and I know like she asked me for that no and I'm looking and I say no she doesn't look happy and I'm like no maybe not and then the woman is like yeah she looks like an object doesn't she and I'm, well, I don't know how what you see as an object. Uh, for me, everything uh, you can say I'm an object. Uh, like, am so I beautiful or no? I can be your dildo, right? It's like doesn't matter. I don't care. I have a relationship to myself that I feel as I feel. You, you call me an object doesn't make me an object. Doesn't matter if like somebody comes like, yeah, you're an object. You're a chair. Oh fuck, I'm a chair now. I have to be a chair now. Shit. I didn't know that I just dreamt buying a human. I'm actually condensed consciousness into a chair. And I thought all the time I was a human. The dream is over and I'm a chair. I'm an object. Or objects are like everything that's not living. Or is objects also because they treat, when they treat animals as objects, I guess object is something not living. And then after categorization of that, that, that drawing on that paper should actually be an object. So I'm like, hmm. I don't know, I said her. Yeah. She looks like an object. I'm like, I, I don't well, know. What she's, she's saying like, is like, a crying woman is an object. Is that what she's saying? I don't know. I think she's confused. That's what we're talking about right now. I think like the world has got so fucked up with politics and religion and different ideas on the internet. I have multiple friends that have got sick by being too much on the internet, thinking that everything is satanistic, demonic aliens that takes over people's is a mix of science fiction and truth I and, mean, there was and everything you, if you have enough people thinking about what the fuck is happening in the world how many people we have now nine billion people or seven billion or something between that and they're all thinking together about what is meaning of life what is the world what is happening in politics you will always find someone that is super good of piecing together different things they've seen and heard to become a kind of like network of information that seems really, for many people, could seem really clearly true. But they haven't experienced themselves anything. You can say whatever and it's still not truth to you. For me, truth for me is that I felt like shit this morning. I smoked a bong to sleep. After that, I felt better. I'm still slow. It could be because of the marijuana, because of the weed made me slow. Sometimes it do, sometimes it make me fast. Now I'm a little bit faster again, maybe because I got oiling my wheels by talking about this bullshit we're talking about now. I don't know, but it's like, that's my experience. That's my anarchy, right? That's my riot right now is the trying to just get myself to do this podcast, trying to like express what I feel in the moment. More than that, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know if people were on the moon or if it's hollow or made of cheese. I don't know. I was not there. If I went there, maybe I can find a flag or say, oh, it's a Coke bottle there. Oh, it's probably someone was there. Humans usually leave shit behind, like trash everywhere. It should be easy if I got there to see if they were there. I'm just waiting for the ticket and I can go like, yeah, I was on the moon. It's fucking Coke bottles and 
trash and plastic everywhere. For sure we were there. Like, for sure, we were there. No, it's like easy. But without that, I can't... Yeah, it's funny to think of conspiracies and think about shit, and that could be true. And I'm totally open for it. I'm totally interested in it, and it makes me laugh and entertain many times. But I can't really live by those... Me, personally, can't live by the rules I don't know, really, right now. Before I could, now I can't. Now What I have to, kind of rules? The rules of, like, believing, like... Uh, What made fascist, uh, fascism happen in, uh, in, in communist countries and also Germany also? So you can see both. Actually, fascism is a type of communism in a way because it's like Hitler called it national socialism that has socialism in it. And socialism is world socialism. So it's just about where, but still in the world socialism, the people hate each other. I know that socialists hate people who don't think exactly like them and is actually will, will be a little bit more egocentric or something, but we are humans, so we are different. So you can't, as soon as you start to force people to be nicer, you can have your ideals. I can have my ideas about I should be naked uh, if I want to. I can have sex with people without feeling shame and sh I shouldn't be censured on the internet. I have my ideas. But if I go out on the street and start to force people to take their clothes off, even if I think that would be nicer for me and maybe even more right in the form of like, yeah, we get nudity is natural and fashion, fa fa fashion, fashionism, uh, fashion is fake. I can get that idea that everyone should be naked because I understand that that's better for them. So then if I force people to do it, it's uh, still fascism for me. And uh, it happened with the communist uh, uh, regimes. That is very, that went the uh, wrong way. People start to kill people because they didn't follow the doctrines of the, of the commune. And it happened in the social, national socialist state where they also would, would like to take care of their, the people they think is their people. And the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church. They also thought they were right and they shot and killed people for their beliefs. Well, the Catholic Church, I think, was more like an overthrow of power from the Roman Empire, realizing that spirituality would never be able to be controlled and it would be easier to take it over. Well, I saw a movie you about don't think politics is also like this sometimes, that they are a little bit like like doing things just because they know, okay, if we do this move, we will. Yeah, politics is all about that. It's a type of, uh, it's a type of theater. If you don't play the theater right, they have a script, they have a marketing agents behind them saying that this and this would sell better to people in this place, in this moment. It's all a theater po politics. So it's the same like that type of religion. Yeah, it has a script, it has a doctrine that is made for different reasons. And now I'm sounding like Alex Jones. Now we're starting to get into the same, like when you start to talk about it, you're just like, uh, yeah, and then the Catholic Church and the Roman Empire and then aliens and then satanistic aliens, blood-sucking, uh, pedophile, in all kinds, in mean, all places in the world I mean, now. I believe everything could be possible. I don't, I'm not sure anymore what's, what's right and wrong. I'm very confused. It's better for me to say I'm not right or wrong with nothing because then <laughs> you can't attack me on anything and it's better. It's better to not have anything to say right now, I think, and just say what you feel like in the moment. And then next moment, next show, I might say something different. I might say something you don't like this show and the next show I will maybe say something totally against that that will, will make you like me and it's like oh yeah he's a friend he's he's my buddy he thinks the same as me this guy and then I don't challenge you at all no it's like if you get but all the time hearing the same stuff you believe 
But it's good that people can change, though. I mean, you can also change and other people can change. I mean, that's good. It's the only good thing with humans, I think, that they can change. And that's what's happening right now with the corona crisis, for example. We are forced to change and a lot of the conspiracy people is like, yeah, it's world domination. They will break down the, col uh, break down the economy. They will force on vaccines. We will get forced vaccines. A lot of people will get poisoned and die. And uh, nature will probably get saved. And so I am. It's also like, oh yeah. So if you that is like afraid of you getting poisoned, I could kill all the other people you don't like. All those people you think is fascistic. Then you will probably be like, oh yeah, that vaccine is super nice. I mean, I think maybe it could be like a birth control pill for this planet for keeping humans in check. Yeah, because it's right now, sorry to say, like, I don't like uh, too much people because we destroy the planet. I see, like, you can't keep this wheel. I don't believe you can keep this wheel going with a modern industrialized world, be able to keep a control without destroying a whole ecosystem. So for sure, I see that, okay, maybe some less people. I can understand that somebody high up can maybe get to that con conclusion of, like, eliminating a lot of people to save their life and save the, the future of our planet. Not necessarily saving their life, no? Well, if they are the ones that do it, if they are the ones that control the process, they will probably not take the poison. They will probably keep their family and their people safe and then kill everyone else. No, wouldn't you do that? Okay, a good people will kill themselves first. That's why we should be like, the, the those people that want to kill the world right now should be uh, their biggest uh, heroes, should be suiciders, actually. That's like, gave their life for the other people to live. Like, we have more suiciders. We don't need that vaccine that kills people off. And people are just very afraid of dying, something that is, I can understand. And it's a, ne it's a necessary part of life. That's why we have fucking it's like we, without dying we wouldn't need to reproduce and we wouldn't have sex and since i work with sex i'm pretty happy about how having dying and i i got to peace with that. i will die now or tomorrow or in a year or sometimes i will die sometime in some horrible way or maybe in a peaceful way i don't know it's like but that can create some type of fear specter and I do understand that you you love your parents and you love your grandparents and stuff, but the coronavirus has been killing a lot of old people, something that is sometimes necessary for the world. Sorry to say, but it's like f death can also be funny. It doesn't have to be so sad. It's more the way you see it, I think. I can say like here in Mexico, for example, um, it could be a good change though, because the old, old generation of people here are holding the young people in a iron grip where they with their catholic morals and dictature and they control the young people really badly yeah the the catholic church still have uh, power here now i see that the catholic the pope in the catholic church has made uh, some comments uh, quite a lot actually about how they should say sorry to the native peoples in the native people in in many places of the world from torturing, raping and killing them for generations and, and uh, how the native people still have the knowledge and connection to the spirit and nature that we as modern humans need to learn about. I saw that he said something about that. But does, do they give back the gold all their churches are made of? If you are, if you are, like a, if you are a thief and you steal from someone, uh, your friend, And you st or, or your neighbor and you steal all their shit and you're sitting in your house with all their shit and you go out and you'll be like, hey, uh, 
I'm super sorry for stealing and and uh, yeah, and I raped your wife also, by the way. Uh, I'm super sorry for that also. Uh, I will try to not do it again. Uh, okay, now I'm a good person. Now I, I cleaned my hands. That's what I think. Please, Pope, if you listen to this, and I'm sure you will, to uh, give back the gold or use that gold to, to do ecological work in those areas that your institution bloodily destroyed everything of in the time you had the, your funny inquisitional sexual sadistic games going on in most of the worlds. Well, the funny thing with the Catholic Church is that they can just pray and say, oh, forgive me or something like this and... Uh, in a in a room where there sits a priest and others in ah and they are forgiven i think the conspiracy right now for me uh, is not anymore about religion it's about women you no know, like since i'm a guy i'm super afraid of this because women are getting stronger as something i've been fighting for all the time i really like that women get right uh, more and more rights so that we are we have the same rights you no know? more and more rights also means like oh, i'm afraid that maybe they have more rights than me because I am all, already have so little rights to express myself and I feel more and more like uh, afraid. I, I'm afraid of women. I had so many experiences now lately with, with my, my lovers and I where I got abused. I felt I got psychologically and mentally abused by some people, uh, something that is like, maybe I, you never know who's, it's always the two sides of a story, they say. Uh, still, I, I, I'm trying to, I try to understand women since I started uh, to have interest. And through Fuck for Forest, it's been like a very kind of in-deep kind of research on sexuality and how to flirt with people, how to have relationships. Like me and Leona still, we started as a relationship and now we're more like brother and sister, but we're still together, something that makes us understand somehow that uh, the family is the more important. Uh, free love, I think, is important to be able to stay together or else you have to break up with your partner next time you change. Or else you have to be an extreme fundamentalist that believe that if you have sex with anyone else except from lying and buying prostitutes on the side will get you to hell or something like that. You, you kind of like need to always give up your partner and that we didn't need to do. We're still, uh, as friends, we're still doing things together, but we still have other lovers. But uh, now I don't want anymore. I'm uh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of getting hurting and I'm afraid of getting disappointed and left alone in the darkness. And that's made me uh, start to do research on other things. And I found this podcast uh, called... Uh, Call her daddy. That is made by women. That that do for you guys out there. Please go to call her daddy. They expose so much about how women think. Imagine if you are guys sitting together with no women around, talking about all the stuff you can't say nothing about. You couldn't say it before either, but now you you can't say nothing about it. You have to. No, no, I don't mean that. No, no, no. I don't think like that at all. No, that's. Uh, so when you are with those guys and you just make fun or are rude or would say things that is considered not right to say and uh, just He's laugh about, about it. sexist and jokes. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh, sex-oriented jokes, views on women, different things that you might talk to your friends about because you know they can handle that kind of joke. Um, 
the, the, now I found the, uh, the opposite. They have a radio show where they do that as women. They talk uh, about sex and the relationships and flirting, but from the woman point of view, in a way I never heard women talk. Not to me. Because when they talk to me, I guess they are a little bit similar as guys. They also hide and try to sound like they're more cute and innocent and nice. And then I know they're not because that's what I experienced. I know they're horrible, psychotic and evil. And I know that why is it? Why do they seem to be kind and nice and caring? That's a view like Mother Earth caring. This motherly caring energy is pretend as less and less pretend. It gets more and more in the open. I think it's like borderline personality disorder is not a psychological disease. It's actually just like a, a way of being, I think, based on the modern society and that women are allowed to be more like a psychopath that men was before and before. Before, they were, if they were like a psychopath, they would probably get beaten up, something that is not okay. But it's like still, it, do not beat them up. We created even more psychopaths in the world. So I don't know anymore now what's the right or wrong. It's like... It's, uh, hey, if you don't like the girl and she's a bitch to you, just leave her. Yeah, that's the way. Thank you, Lena. If she uh, get out of a toxic relationship, if you have it quite fast, it's no point of uh, trying to build. There's enough of people who want to be your friend. You can find a friend in a woman. Also, something I have with Leona, but we don't have a sexual relationship right now. But we are friends. You can actually find people that understand you, and you don't need to try to change your partner. Well, you should think it would be easier to find people like that, but it's not. Even if we are n over nine billion people on this fucking planet, it's still fucking hard to find somebody that you can accept and, uh, and live in harmony with. Yeah, but for you, all you guys out there that want to learn more about women and don't know, go to Call Her, call her Daddy. Uh, you can find that on podcast call her daddy and there they will explain some of the psychotic and evil dark tendencies of women's way of thinking about men and flirting so and sexuality in general it's a kind of it's a it's a good show in other ways also but uh, the they say it's a woman show and for that i'm like i should just give up all your you give up all your cards now <laughs> but the funny thing is if there was a show like this for men it would have been taken down well, men has more problems. I think I think uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Doug Stanhope and some other people made uh, something called the Man Show, but I haven't really? I haven't seen it. But they did make a show for men called the Man Show. <laughs> I think that was supposed to be, and they told like uh, one woman because the intro on their show they were not allowed to do it exactly, but then they were, as they wanted. But then it's like okay, we make one show, one shot where we do it as we wanted, and next show a shot we will not, we will do it another way. And then the first shot when they did it, one woman that was doing the production would come crying to them. I was like, this is the man show. That's what they say, at least. So I guess they also got problems with, uh, with that. Something like you can't, if you do that to a woman-oriented show, you're an asshole. If I would go as a man and cry about a woman where women are sitting, being strong, empowered women, talking about sex and men, in the way they want without any form of censorship or filters and a guy will come and cry or be angry about it he would be the asshole he, he would, would be, be the offending the controlling no. macho asshole he would be a crybaby 
well, I don't know. It depends. Okay, if he was crying. Uh, yeah, if he was crying. If he came in angry, tearing apart the play, okay. Then he would be an aggressive, macho guy. I read uh, somewhere that that's how many guys are like dealing with their emotions. It's much more like normal to get angry. And women many times normally get sad. But I, I don't know if it's normal or imprinted by society's rules. Something we have to see, I guess, after political uh, people that has indoctrinated sexuality in politics. Uh, no, well, it's very simple to see. Like when you see a child, a young girl, like I've seen it around and she gets what she fucking wants when she's crying. Her parents are like, oh yeah, okay, we give you everything, stop crying. I was with a borderline personality woman from America for, for a year and it was like, I did, I didn't, that was when I learned about, uh, if you don't know what borderline personality is, it's kind of a psychological, I don't know what it will say, like a way of being very close to psychopathy. It's a very little empathy, very manipulative, a lot of things that is difficult to de deal with as having a relationship. And I, she told me in the beginning of the relationship she had borderline personality disorder. I didn't know what it was at that time and I was borderline, borderline. I don't care about fucking psychology, you know. And I still don't do that so much, but I did a little bit more after being with her for over half a year, ending up in Berlin on a trip and seeing on the internet, going, what the fuck is borderline personality disorder? And it just popped up like, warning, warning, wa get out, get out, warning, get away right now, kind of uh, messages on the internet everywhere. It's like, it's easier to cure you as being, have been with a borderline personality disorder and go to therapy for that than to cure a person that has borderline personality disorder. This is kind of like, it can be a very ride of emotions being with this person. And uh, in that time in Berlin, everyone, uh, many people, at least, that was in my environment knew that she was psychologically torturing me and controlling me in weird ways. And they all told me this. But when I was crying in my room uh, that I did for days, no one, they were afraid of me. Everyone stayed away. Doors closed. No one coming in. I told me you need a tea. You need someone to talk to maybe. No, it's like no one. When she cried... In about five to ten seconds, she would have like five to ten to fifteen, depending on how many people was in the apartment, standing around asking what happened, what needed, and what she need help with. And it scared the shit out of me, really. It made me realize something about psychology I haven't seen before about power and what kind of power I have and what maybe women can have based on psychology or social social uh, structure, maybe not like nature. I don't know. I haven't, th this is something people philosophically and also in science are disagreeing over how much is nurture and how much is nature and how much is that is from your genes as actually having a different chromosome disorder, uh, disorder, having a different, different way of chromosomes in your body as a, if you're a woman or a man will influence your psychology in some way or another. It's like, for example, I can't get babies. I can't have menstruation. I'm sure the menstruational cycle and the psychological idea about be able to get baby or, or, or getting pregnant, both psychologically and physiologically change your way of being a lot from people who can't do that. So it must be, it must be some, some kind of difference based on this, that we are different somehow, no? And, uh, but that psychology where 
I can't, I can just fucking cry and get the tension. People find me stupid when I'm crying. Or they're so afraid. to all the, please women that is fighting for liberation and making things balanced and and uh, can you help me also in the other way of the men also like getting some more freedom and try to teach people with a guy cries he's also as important as when a woman cries so when I cry I shouldn't be thought about as a crybaby I should be thought about as a, as an emotional open man that shares his emotion with the outside world without any filters and you should come and hug me and ask what's wrong very fast or else I feel very suppressed and uh, controlled as a man in this moment right now. Right now it's like feels like everything that is about uh, me, what I thought was a man or what I felt was a man is not the... I, I, I see an action movie since I came, grew up in the 80s, I was used to action movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger being Terminator and like t super macho movies with strong guys with muscles like Sylvester Stallone shooting people. I'm a guy. Like, so traditionally that was normal because it was more normal before that men had to go to military and women didn't and now women f actually fight for getting to the military while I try to fight my whole life to get out of it so it's all super confusing to me and then then I'm like suddenly like okay I see the new movies now suddenly it should be women that are the action heroes all the time but the, I know they are psychologically and emotionally much more strong than me. Why can't they just have that? I can't be that emotional and physical and uh, emotional and psychological strong as them. But, but uh, like sometimes I see that, oh, it's a guy, they do war, they shoot people. Wow, cool, like a warrior guy. I was like, no, that's not anymore. Uh, okay. Now women also have to be the main action hero in the movie, be stronger than the guy all the time. Uh, also like more tactical, more everything. And guys are like, I'm uh, okay. I liked women before. I liked Noah now also. I had no problem. But I start to get like, okay, why? Why do you want to be best at everything? You want to be best at every. Oh, we're best at school now. That's something you are. Like, uh, because guys are more like in that age. The school is. Uh, they're not. Uh, many guys don't have focus for that type of. They need more like bodily activity and run around. Oh, yeah, that's not about being a guy. Oh, man. No, okay. Well, well whatever. You're better at school. You're better at everything. You're better actors. You're better superheroes, super uh, strong. You shoot right. You do everything right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being a man. I don't want to be a man anymore. That's why I changed my sex to woman. So now, after becoming a woman, I will try to be more emotional and cry more and stuff. And now I can actually say, like, you don't come to me. I'm actually a woman. So when I'm crying, you come. Just because I'm not beautiful enough for what? I'm not sexy enough for you? I don't have those tits? You're a fucking sexist and you should fucking be ashamed of yourself and I will get all my friends to fucking bully you online and hang you out in public for being that fucking sexist and accepting me being an emotional, sex-changing uh, person that now is a woman and need to be, be able to be taken serious as that. I think it's horrible. Horrible. Irony off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Irony on. Now, it's not, now I want to talk about irony. Uh, okay. Well, um, yeah, irony is a difficult thing to talk about, so we will take, dedicate a whole whole show about that later, I think. I really like uh, the form. The irony and sarcasm is, is basically the form I like most of comedy. Uh, I do like uh, things that is connected to things that 
could annoy people. And uh, I think it's good that we do annoy each other. And now I think like podcast is a very good thing because it's not physical. Even if I annoy you there, you can't just shoot me right now. At least you have to find out where I am, send threatening emails, then get people to block me on Facebook and block my Twitter account and then make up stories and lies about my past. And I tell you, I have such a dirty past. You have to look very short to find something. And then... I'm over, and but now still I am able to express myself here right now on the podcast. So I'm very but happy. But we don't know for how long, no? We heard that there is now censorship also on podcasts. Yeah, it is, but... Uh, censorship is going every direction. Yeah, but we're joking. I'm just saying that now we're joking. Everything we said That's in this show until now has been a joke. We never... This is actually a... A sexual informational uh, satire. Comedy show. It's a satire program. You know, it's satire. We do try to take the roles of different people, or different ideas, or different opinions, of different ways. And we have no. Li we don't want to have limits on that. So please, for you people that do feel offended, or it doesn't have to be that we think like that. It could be. It could be that we're fucking fascists and we are sexist and and pedophile satanists with connection to the pope something that uh, and for sure aliens it, and aliens so it could be but uh, it could also be that we're joking uh, you don't know so <laughs> we are some fucking idiots sitting here with a fucking microphone in our face and trying to do something because we are isolated in corona times it's a lot of stuff in this podcast we have chosen to remove because we got too we got too much in we got too carried away and we said a lot of stuff that uh, that is very important for people and humanity to know and hear but we are afraid for I'm uh, afraid. afraid of expressing that so I'm we will afraid cut, we will, cut somebody it away. will come here and cut my we head off yeah you will never hear it you will never know our true meanings uh, you will never know so you can't bully us ha <laughs> the only way to get uh, to see or hear our real show is that if you are telling fucking podcast system that they should allow everything. Yeah, and uh, if we get uh, more and more, if we manage to do more podcasts, maybe in the future we will do some live uh, shows that will make us impossible to take away all the shit that you will not hear on this one. But you might regret to listen to it. You might regret it and might make you really upset and sad. But uh, yeah, this uh, podcast we will uh, we have uh, made friendly, politically friendly and child know. safe. For God's sakes, child safe. It's totally child safe from every direction. You can let your child in any age listen to our podcast now after uh, after now after cutting it it will be totally totally child safe. You have been listening to only show online that has problems with English even if they speak English. Uh, that's because I'm Norwegian and uh, Leona is from Sweden. Yeah, we live here in Mexico in a small uh, at a small cowboy city close to the mountains where we do our ecological projects to save the planet from aliens and pedophile child molesters. Please join us. Satanists and evil people taking over the world. world. World domination should be ours in a short time, so please stay by, stand by and follow our development. <laughs> So, yeah, the 
yeah, that was, uh, I don't know, was it confusing or was it uh, enlightening or educational? I don't know. Was it funny? Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, 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 I find it very funny to do these satanistic rituals and get random people so that has something funny to say, like Doug uh, coming just magically appearing and it shows that reality can be mo more magical than you might believe. Yeah. On our next show, we're going to talk to somebody else that's doing magic. Next show, we're going to talk to uh, one uh, official member of the Church of Satan, Mr. David Harris. So stay tuned for our next podcast. Yeah, and uh, just to go back to what we talked about before with the sex doll, I got problems for uh, with the sign of the sex doll and objectifying the sex doll poster. Uh, the last thing I told to the woman that asked uh, if this was not... Uh, object I asked her if she would feel better if I called her decoration and she said yes so uh, if you find annoyment of this uh, show you're listening to now see uh, some kind of sound decoration don't take it too serious and uh, when it comes to why I changed sex to woman right now I don't know if I will change back but right now I feel more like a woman is that I'm listening to that old slogan if you can't beat them join them so until I maybe become man again, I've continued to have a great, amazing birthday, all of you. Happy birthday, everyone out there. <laughs>